and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by the last movieoutpost.com. <laughs> I've just seen Matt's screen. <laughs> um, All I know is when you hit the button, <laughs> Phil, and it went down, you know, so we could only see ourselves in the window, immediately Matt starts taking Matt off his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is not oh, OnlyFans, dude. dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, welcome to the Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by the last movieoutpost.com. All of your movie news, reviews, and everything cool about film. I'm your host this evening, Bob or Phil, and with us is Drunken Yoda. How you doing, mate? I have an announcement. <gasps> I am. I am a grandpa today. Hey, not a joke. I am a step grandpa. Oh, my my middle stepson had his baby with his lovely wife. Her Aww. name is Castile. It's a beautiful baby girl, and I am older than dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, mate. Well done. Yeah, that's that's that's. I didn't do nothing. Well, you did originally. And make sure you make sure you tell my stepson that I didn't do nothing. (laughs) When you uh, Um, when you go and see the baby, I don't know. She's uh she's very um. She's she's got a whole. She's got new mother syndrome, which is. Don't get near it. Put on a mask. Look, put on this hazmat suit instead. Look, just oh, see yeah. her behind the glass, okay? <laughs> we'll do a Zoom thing. You know, it's like, okay. So, so she can do the live stream. She can I'm like, in three weeks, stream. in three weeks, that kid's going to be covered in, in, in uh, candy and dirt, you know? It's like, you're going <laughs> to, you better give that crap up pretty quick. See, this is why I never get ill, because when I was a kid, I used to drink water from the, you know, garden hose. My immune system is is great. There's none of this hiding away from bugs and everything else when I was a lad. <laughs> Give me everything. Um, the garden hose, we, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's because he lives hose. on the pikey side. Hey, shout out. I don't anymore. Um, and hello, Matt, Ella, Elon Musk fan. How are you today? I'm feeling good. Feeling are we getting paid good. for that? We better be. No, yeah. I'll turn it off in a minute. It's just, I, as you know, I. Went back to Twitter after a five-year hiatus, and it's just been so much fun the last week. And I'm already was just brilliant. I'm already misreplying to people and and trolling people I shouldn't, and having to apologize. <laughs> See, uh, you lot are just horrible. See, I'm I'm quite nice on Twitter, and I like to talk about movies, and I'm nice to people. Although I You're have got a funny point. story from this week. Yeah, I know, but like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm just not like I did. Um, I put up a tweet the other day about uh, how Scream 6 is flogging a dead horse. And somebody came back to me and basically called me a fat fuck for it. And it was like, (laughs) what made me laugh was, it was kind of, I've had, like like myself and Matt, we've had discussions before about Man of Steel and stuff. But Matt, I have always respected your opinion of it because, you know, because we didn't just end in childish name calling. You know, and this this guy, he apparently read my profile and said about me watching a thousand movies and writing for the last movie I posted. He said I was elitist. He said, you just think you're better than other people. And I was like, well, I am better than you because I just didn't resort to childish name calling. Yeah, (laughs) Um, you dick. Well, no, no, no. See, I didn't. See, I was was quite good. Actually, Phil, that was from me. And um, (laughs) I I honestly have no idea what I was. Yeah. I, I don't know what I was replying to. It's just kind of my default with you. So, 
I'm not fat. I'm just big boned. Um, <laughs> but yes, as you can see, I don't care about um, Scream Six. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I got my first block tonight just before we come on on air, oh, which is God. an achievement because I've only been on there a few days and I've only got about eighteen followers. So someone's obviously seen something I've tweeted and started crying about it and blocked me without actually engaging in any <laughs> any civil conversation. Yeah, exactly, an intellectual discussion about it. I, um, I think it's amazing that people get on there and then get the software to set up to pre-block swaths <laughs> yeah. of people. It's yeah. like, why are you doing this? What's the, you know, I can block people real easy, like everybody, by just not making the fucking account in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So I don't yeah. know why you're bothering. But I think okay. by, the, by the look of these names, he's like a, a Zack Snyder fan, which obviously you know I'm a massive Zack Snyder fan. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I've said to upset him. Pro probably because you're associated with us. Speaking speaking of being associated with people, Sean is not with us this evening. <laughs> um because he's out hunting. Uh, yeah, I think he's, you're better than us. He's, Squirrel boy. He's, he's out looking for a great buck, which I think was a typo. Um <clears throat> so um but anyway, let's let's crack on then. So news from the week. Um, anything in particular that's, that's sticking out? One thing that I did like was this. I'm devastated to be honest that um, Margot Robbie's Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, with her as as the Jack Sparrow um, character, has mm. been cancelled, uh, which yeah, is a real a shame. shame. It's a real shame. Well, I, I am of two minds of that because I'm like, really, a female pirate of the Caribbean? Do I really want to see that? But then they say, but it's Margot Robbie. I was like, oh, mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I might Arr. have a healthy fixation on her, but she's my Jessica Chastain. Um, but with it, I think I made the comment and said, it's kind of a shame that this has happened because obviously every time they've replaced a female with a, you know, popular male character, it's always worked out really, really well. I... <laughs> Why are they cares with it? Yeah. Because they mean, came Chris... to their senses. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, I mean, it must have been. I mean, they didn't really sort of say why they'd cancelled it, but it must be that the fact they come to their senses because they just realise it's a bad idea. How, how, name name a single woke film where they've done this, which has been a success. <laughs> how long we got? Exactly, exactly. Well, um, uh, I, well, here's the thing. Name a woke one, I can't. Name one where it's been a success. I would say that Katie Sackhoff being gender swapped in mm -hmm. Battlestar Galactica was a good move given the story that they were trying to tell. But that was kind of, I want to say that was kind of before the days of where we It was are before the, the days. Well, I mean, some of this shit's been going on for a while. It's just been a lot I, I know, I know. Radar. But I would say that that was not, that was done like, oh, this will be good. We'll get another lady in there. I'm sure there was some of that. Boomer as well got swapped for Boomer an Asian as well. woman. But I don't feel like that was done for woke reasons, or if it was, mm -hmm. it was secondary to the story that they were trying to tell. And if it's secondary to the story they're trying to tell, then you can happen to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, that is it really woke, or does, did it matter? I, I would say no. It was it was just perfectly fine. I think just I think in... the difference is Yoda. Sorry, Phil. I think the no, difference is. It... When they done that, it wasn't preached about. It was just done, yeah. and they showed the women being 
competent and getting on with their job and everyone very much like we've just had with um top gun maverick just yeah. get on with the job there was no preaching yeah. involved it was that is, i was just going to say that that where we live now it is it is the message is that that message has got to go across with it and it's because it's forced it just is you know it, it just ruins everything as far as i'm concerned i mean top top gun did swap out Kelly McGillis with Jennifer Connolly, and I gotta say that was an improvement. <laughs> Just a slight one. Um, yeah, I mean, goodness me, if you've seen Kelly McGillis these days, just what the hell is Tom Cruise drinking? Uh, it's got to be the blooded virgins or something or other. And Jordan Crunch. Well, oh. you know, to be fair, I've seen her in like when she's when they don't catch her on the highway in her sweats in the middle of a sneeze. <laughs> You know, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's really, she's not that bad. She just looks her age. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not like she looks horrifying when she's dolled up or when she's doing something a little bit more. She looks fine. She just looks her age. Agreed. That's fair enough. Tom Cruise has got a, probably an upside down pentagram in his house or something. But then you Zinu. look at Jennifer. Zinu Tom, brought the you- spaceship down. But you look at then Jennifer Connolly, who is about the same age, and you think, my goodness me, she is like well, she's a fine about my wife. age. She's she's about my age or slightly younger, maybe fifty one, fifty two. But I mean, she Which, just don't get me wrong. I I mean, fifty one, fifty two. She still looks. Ah, Paul Bettany, you lucky piece of shit. Yep. Um, okay, so aging, uh, aging gracefully, gentlemen. Aging gracefully, unlike Madonna. Oh, oh I've just eaten. Let's not talk about her. Um, what constant... first she first she first she gets the I'm sorry Phil but first oh, Madonna gets the the bizarre uh, facial surgery that makes her look yeah. like everybody they, they just took a uh, a hair clip and just pulled it all back and then tied it and then she films herself lick, drinking out of a dog bowl I'm like what that, <laughs> that brain is broken yeah and um, obviously when they clipped everything back they just pulled something out oh do we need this. Chuck it. <laughs> um, the other, the other, just like I say, just randomly going through some of the news here. Constantine two, Barney Keanu Reeves is going to be back as Constantine, and he's going to be working with the same director. But this time, it's going to be R rated. Are we excited for this? I, I can blind. Yeah, I liked the first one. I, I didn't have like the massive fandom that everybody else seemed to have for it. It was no. kind of, it's all right, but yeah, yeah. You know, um, I barely remember it. I I I've gotten more familiar with over the past since that movie's been out. Um, oh, have we broken up? I can't he's hear. He's frozen. Him. Yoda, come back Froze to there, us. Yoda. Hi. Uh, but all everybody went to swirly circles for a second. I was like, oh. Ah. I was saying I got, I I like I've gotten more familiar with the character of Constantine over the past fifteen years. I'd like to see him as a chain smoking blonde Brit at this point instead yeah. of Keanu Reeves, who I really like. But just, I mean, there you go. There's a there's a swap that I'm not sure I'm really on board with. The the one the the dark haired uh, white guy for the blonde haired white guy. I guess it still makes yeah. you racist, doesn't it? I, I, oh. see, I don't remember it that well. So yeah, I don't Keanu say, Reeves is, um, I think he's excluded from any wokeisms, isn't he? So yeah, he gets a pass because he's Keanu Reeves. 
Um, I like I like him just fine. It's just I don't know. Um, that movie just didn't do anything for me. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Brendan Fraser has said that he's not going to be going back to the. Um, oh, was it Golden Globes? Wasn't it? Uh, because. I, 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 I did mean to write up an article about this and maybe turn it into a video about what actually happened to Fre- uh, Brendan Fraser. But, I mean, I can't remember the details off the top of my head, but he was sexually assaulted by somebody very high up in Hollywood who said, if you say anything, I'll ruin your career. And Brendan spoke up, and so this guy ruined his career. But it is kind of nice to see him back. And But he is certainly not somebody who is going to be give, forgiving the you know, the Hollywood illiterati for getting away from this kind of thing. Yeah, good for him. So Some he's been Hollywood on... With morals. Yeah, he's been on, um, what do you call it, the Doom Patrol for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mostly That's just the, the voice, voice, though, isn't it? Yeah. Occasionally they would do flashbacks and he would be in it. And uh, it was good to see him back. Um he put more f bombs in this show than I think his entire rest of his Hollywood career combined. <laughs> but oh, uh, sorry, just gonna just gonna stick up a thingy there. Um, oh, <laughs> Yoda, you're doing the same thing. Oh uh, yeah. Where's, where's the hillbilly? Uh, he lost died in in the woods somewhere um, yeah. whilst hunting a squirrel. He got into a this... fist fight with a squirrel. <laughs> and then this oh, is his. Hello, Rogue Thor. Nice to always have you with us. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is Sean's annual reenactment of Deliverance. So <laughs> he, he, He's and, having a grand old time. Yeah. And uh, well, the weird thing is, is the great thing about him is he, each year he swaps the roles. So, you know, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's happy giving up receiving. <laughs> I tell you, this, this year was tough. He had to take banjo lessons. Like, make, 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 make. <laughs> Right now, he's listening to this on his headphones while squealing like a pig. <laughs> um, Okie doke, Escape from New York. Is it going to be back again? Are we going to have another Snake Plissken film? I, I don't know. Do these people never learn? Do we have to? I know. It's just Snake is a product of the 80s, you know, and that's kind of where he lives and what, you know, and I, I know he did the remake in whenever it was. What nineties was it? The the, re, uh, the ninety eight, I think. Yeah, but I mean, he the year after that, New York was supposed to be a hellhole. Yeah, the first one, the sequel comes out. <laughs> Sorry, Heidi's just said there. He's got World Cup fever. I really don't think he has. I can't imagine Sean watching soccer at all, <laughs> unless there was guns involved. Um, he would like the hooligans, though. He'd get on with them. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, we don't need a Snake Plissken film. Uh, it's just another one. It's, I mean, Kurt. Don't get me wrong. Kurt is amazing, and you know mm. he will never die because he's brilliant. But he is getting to be an old man now, and it's kind of unless, Aren't of course, unless, of course, maybe John Carpenter would like to swap out Kurt Russell for a younger, better woman. Yeah, I don't Stop giving him ideas. <laughs> I, I really, this I really is Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Um, Margot Robbie with an eye patch. Hey, she's got it left over from Pirates. This should work out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Spielberg is remaking Bullet, and he's cast Bradley Cooper. 
the main role. Um, Eggy, I'm I'm sure you're excited about this, aren't you? I love Spielberg, you know that, and I also think Bradley Cooper's the nuts as well. So yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to this. Is it a remake though? Or is it just a, another story starring whatever the character's name was? I, I must admit, I didn't fully read up on the story, but it's a reboot, to retelling, reimagining, whatever it might be. I, okay. I, I don't I don't know whether you should like touch bullet but at the end of the day it's modern hollywood when you know they're going to touch all the classics up anyway how are they going to do it with um obviously the famous car scene which they say is a, you know the granddaddy of all car scenes car oh, chases yeah, yeah, yeah how are they going to do that today then before i imagine they were little electric cars <laughs> yeah, no gear right. changing see them see them stopped at a station plugging it in waiting for it to go <laughs> <laughs> Driving down the road and quickly typing in a new route direction on his sat The car you are following has just turned left. <laughs> Pull the handbrake <laughs> and do a 180 degree turn. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. So I'm not too sure how they're going to recreate that unless they obviously cause a worldwide catastrophe with global warming by using actual cars with petrol in. I, I don't know. I mean, Spielberg, when he's not. Like, I don't think he has it anymore for the blockbuster. I think you guys spoke about that last week, in fact. Mm. And um, you, you clearly he, he felt neutered with Indiana Jones because he wouldn't kill anybody, and it got really cartoony and the Crystal Skull. Um, never mind the weirdo story and everything. Just there was a lot <laughs> of... I mean, he, Indiana Jones didn't kill anybody, didn't murder anybody. Ready Player One wasn't very good. I think the last good blockbuster he had was probably Minority Report, but even that was more yeah. of a thinking man's thing. Uh, and, uh, I still say it's Jurassic Park. It's if you want to go pure popcorn yeah. four four yeah. quadrant spectacle, probably Jurassic Park. I think Minority Report does a damn good movie, and mm. it's still good. Uh, but it is more pure sci-fi, and there's going to be a section of the audience that's just not going to get into it the way they got into E.T. or even Close Encounters, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, those kinds. So I don't know. I mean, the, the Spielberg at the height of his powers in the 80s just can't do that anymore. But Bullet is, it's a it's more of a gritty thriller. And he's done, a, you know, you think of Munich, you think mm. of some of these that he's done. So I'm... I don't know, I'm 50-50, I guess, maybe 75-25. I think he could probably, him and Bradley Cooper could probably pull off a pretty good movie out of it. Mm. Heidi's just made the comment there. First of all, she said, Spielberg and Cooper, yawn. And then she said, Gibby, Kubrick and John Malkovich. Yeah, there is a mild problem uh, with that. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, I'm surprised nobody in Hollywood has tried to dig Kubrick up and reanimate his body just so that they could get him to make films. What do you, what do you think? The kind what do you think they would do? What do you think AI was? Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Um, and just just going through the last bits of the news, uh, the first look of Indiana Jones five. I mean, we've talked about Indiana Jones five. If you look on our channel, we've got a video which has got nearly five hundred hits. Um, wow! It, it's this is going to be interesting. Uh, it, I mean, it, I still think the, the movie's going to be a car crash, but it's just going to be interesting with, with how it goes on. I think James Mangold has bitten off more than he can chew. I thought, I, I get the impression that he, 
and I'll still say this, like with J.J. Abraham, took on Disney and think, oh, no, I can make the film I want to want. And Disney have gone, no, you can't. Mm. So, um, is, is Mangold, is he the one that did Logan? Yeah, and Ford versus Ferrari as well, which was a great Yeah, film. He, I, Mangold's a great director. I, I really he is, rate he him. He's accomplished. Yeah, are they? Um, but I just think... He, he was offered the opportunity to make Indy 5, and it was like, yeah, I'll jump at the chance. Mm, but then yeah. he's had to take on the might of Kathleen Kennedy and everything else, and I think everything is... Uh, he's. I, I think he's going to be the scapegoat for it. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. Um, Unless they do reshoot the ending. I, I don't know. I'm just... I, I feel like the, the first three Indiana Jones movies, the supernatural stuff was always a lot more subtle. And I know you say, yeah. well, the arc was subtle. It's like, yeah, but it was just at the very end. And it was kind of like it was on this island. And there's, there, you know, it wasn't like it would change the world. It was always this little nudge at the end. And it got even more subtle as you went on because the, the Sankara stones just kind of glowed and burned your hand. And then the... Holy Grail, I mean, it healed him, and that was about it, except for the weird false grail, choosing poorly. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it all was, it was all more about the, the traps and the adventure and everything leading up to it. So, I mean, if the whole mm. movie is like he's going to be, like a young Indiana Jones is going to go forward in time to the 1960s or back in time or, so, I don't know, whatever the hell is happening here, I... I feel like it's just a bridge too far for. I, I it should have like ended said, with Holy Grail. Should have ended with Holy Grail. It, yeah. it should have. It should have ended with that scene where it ended, where they're all running off into the sunset. It was the perfect yeah. ending of, of anything. Um, yeah, it's oh dear. Um, Heidi's just put up there. Uh, I'd like to see Spielberg make one more movie that isn't anti-German. Oh, well, <laughs> he is Jewish. Good <laughs> yeah. shots. Um, He's Jewish growing up in the 50s, so he may have a, a few yeah. things, kind of. I'm going to give him a little bit of a, a pass A on little that. bit sore, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah about that. There um, you go, Steve. And, and Rogue thought it's just, but an Indy 5 will be a disaster. I won't even watch the trailer. My love for Raiders couldn't bear to see the work reimagining. It's, I mean, it's going to be one of those things that I, I've got an illness where I have to watch things, even if they are bad. I've got an illness towards this. And so I will watch it. But I'm I'm not expecting much from it. It's 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 e what I'm what I'm hoping is the main outcome is Kathleen Kennedy gets fired. It's, as long yes. as that happens, if Indy is an absolute absolute crap show and ruins the character forever, I'm willing to accept that if Kathleen Kennedy gets fired. That, so well, they need to get rid of Chapek first. Nothing's going to happen as long as Chapek is there because he's <laughs> he's too scared of these um, well crazy yeah. people. I I mean sorry. I guess Heidi's just put up there. Hey, they started it. That is true. <laughs> it's like that classic I... line in in Forty Towers where he's going, "Will you stop mentioning the war? Well, you started it. No, we did. Yes, you did. You invaded Poland." <laughs> it depends on who does she mean? They. <laughs> I know. I, I hope she's talking about the Germans and not the Germans. I was going to say. <laughs> Hey, you started it. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Next week's guest appearance will be by Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, at the moment, he's got no other endorsements. We, we, we might yeah. have him on. We'll get him on. Yeah, we'll get him on. <laughs> he might sing to our depths. Um, <laughs> um, 
I did like uh, I did like uh, Dave Chappelle just quick when he did Saturday Night Live. He says, "There's two words you should never put together in a sentence: the and choose." <laughs> <laughs> no good can come after those two words. <laughs> um, He's got a point there. <laughs> one last thing, just to quickly mention about the news was the latest Doctor Who news. Um, it's basically Doctor Who has now been taken over by I forget his name now, and I can't even bother looking up. But basically, a black gay guy. Uh, but the the new assistant. Well, that's that's one of these. That's what he's known for. That's, that's what he. Nasty. That's what he. Yeah, they, they've they've broken him they, down to. That's all he's worth: being yeah, black but, and being gay. That's your yeah. that's your sole worth in this world, sir. No, uh, when you think by, of what they did, we told to you by racist white people. <laughs> hey, I identify. <laughs> no, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> I, no, no, no. It's nearly, nearly. Keep moving, Phil. Keep yeah. It's a good job Sean's not here. Um, but yeah. Uh, one, uh, one of these days I'm going to get the test pattern beep, you know, just intercut it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, with it, again, but now they've they've got a new assistant who is basically a hot blonde girl. And he's, um, I don't know, like I say, but I mean, Doctor Who for me died with Jodie Whittaker. When Jodie Whittaker took over, I was just, I completely and utterly lost all interest in it and i haven't watched any of the series with her in and i have no actually absolutely no inclination to watch this new one either well i saw the i saw the preview where they brought back um what's his name david tennant Tennant. i'm like i i have never seen a trailer embody desperation before, but <laughs> that's <Lovely>. literally it. <laughs> it's, it's literally David Tennant on the screen going, "Please come back and watch, please." Yeah, please come back it and really watch. was. <laughs> I was like, "God, wow, these guys are just begging for viewers," and then they're going to pull the rug out from under you in like three or four episodes, from what I understand. So, yeah, he's only back for three. So, mm-hmm. isn't it glorious? though, watching them, hum, the humiliation, the humiliation that they've had to to come to because they've had no option but to bring him back. It's just magnificent. Their experiment <laughs> has completely failed. Yeah, completely yeah, failed. exactly. Love it. Right. So. Speaking of Picard season three. Oh, <laughs> when is that? Is that January, Yoda? I, I don't know. It's funny, isn't it? I mean, like I say, I, could, I think I watched one episode and I was just, no. And I know you guys have been reviewing it and you've been watching it in that sick and twisted way of, you know, having to review it on a video. Self-hollow. So, so, salute well, to our, you guys. Our problem is, is that, like, you know, the Doctor Who stuff, I just don't have any real emotional involvement in because it yeah. was, it's never something I got into. I have a lot of respect for it, but I... I know that if I try to get into it, it's just it looks like a time vampire that will never let go. So because it's got like four forty five freaking seasons or whatever it is, yeah. So I'm just I'm just not going to try. But Star Trek, I mean that's that's been going on since I was five. You know, I mean first when I could first watch the reruns, and so to watch the bastardized stuff, and I I know you feel the same way, Phil, about Star Wars. And well, no, I was going to say Doctor Who is kind of the same with us because with Doctor Who, you know, for me and Eggie, it was kind of like on a Saturday night at seven o'clock, you sat down and watched Doctor Who, you know, I mean, it was kind of just part of that culture that we grew up with. 
Yeah. But just watching them just destroy these things that we love. I, I like chat mode the other day. It's like, just just stop messing with the things that we love. Just go do some yeah. of your own stuff. Why do you got to why do you got to mess with our stuff? And it's and and I think he's onto something there. I think it's I I think She-Hulk kind of really brought to the forefront. It's it's not a matter of trying to take over woke properties. They hate us. They hate these properties that we mm. love and they want to ruin them. This is scorched earth. I I don't know any other word for it. Yeah. Do you think She-Hulk, though, is going to be the straw that broke the camel's back? Do you think this, that has got to the point where even the most ardent Marvel fan kid is just going to turn around and go, do you know what, <laughs> this is even too much for me? You I, know, I, I'm actually looking at it from... Uh, hang on, Fally, I want to hear your opinion. But my opinion is is that the while it had been happening for a little while, with Ghostbusters 2016 and a couple of other things, I think the thing that really lit the fire was The Last Jedi. And I think the thing that broke the camel's back was Top Gun Maverick, but in the other direction. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, this, like, is, I, this is not yeah, woke, and everybody loves it. It made a bajillion yeah. dollars. Yeah. It was, like you say, literally everything that's been going woke has been going broke, and they're just not making money out of it. And then they just make a movie, which is just a movie... You know, and and didn't do any of the woke stuff in it. They just had Tom Cruise in planes, everything else. Everybody loved it. It made a billion dollars, and it was just like somebody somewhere just sort of went, "Oh, hang on a minute." And minimum <laughs> you know? and minimum amount of CGI as well. All back gone back to practical effects. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. I don't. Uh, I mean, just go talking to Marvel. I mean, just talking about them potentially going too far with it all. I've just seen that um, the second week of Black Panther's the box office has dropped by 68% in the second week. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, 68, yeah, 68 is fairly common for a lot of big blockbusters. Uh, 60s, I mean, that's a little high, but I've seen, like I saw some drop off. What was it, the, the Batman v Superman? That dropped off by like 73%. It was insane drop-off because the word of mouth was so bad. And, I, you know, so what was really crazy is Top Gun didn't drop off by, I think it dropped off by like 40% or 30%. It was, it was a mm. tiny number. Mm. That, was, that was crazy. Because they usually, everybody goes see it the first weekend, nobody goes to repeat see it, nobody goes see it again. Or the word of mouth, and this was a combination mm-hmm. of word of mouth and repeat viewing. I mean, I went and saw it twice. Just um, so, so sorry, IMAX. So they made a movie which was just about the story and a load of action, and it did well. Well, this is uh, mm-hmm. this is most unusual. Uh, maybe we need to do, stop, do stop, think- swap Tom, Tom Cruise out for a female. That's the answer to this problem. <laughs> I told you, you to think- stop giving them ideas. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> do you guys do you guys think that Hollywood's will get? the right message from Maverick, or will they get the message that, oh, clearly nostalgia still works? Um, yeah, That's a good yeah. point. I think I think the stupid ones will think that Maverick only done well because of nostalgia. <laughs> the smart ones will realise that it was a little bit of nostalgia, obviously, but it was the whole non-woke bullshit. But unfortunately, I think those people will be the minority. I think we're going to end up with these godforsaken CGI slugfests for the next five years at least before the penny finally drops. First, firstly, the comment here from uh, Heidi is uh, Michelle Obama made a movie. 
We don't care. She Hulk. Um, <laughs> um, and they're rogue fortress. Uh, they wear an IP like a skin suit and push their agenda, destroy it, and move on. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they, yeah. they literally pull the skin. That's why I said earlier, made the joke about Kubrick. That's exactly what I imagine that somebody somewhere wants to dig up Kubrick's body so they can just reanimate his bones and try and make movies again. Um, yeah, I just, I, I mean, there's a part of me that says I don't want to see it destroyed. You know, there was, like with Star Trek, even like in the 80s, all you had was the original series and a movie that was coming out every three years, two to three years. Hmm. But there were piles of novels and piles of stories that were going on. And then once the next gen came out through the 90s um, and all those new series, people were still creating all kinds of novels and comic book stories. I mean, there was no end of stories that you could do in the Star Trek universe. Mm -hmm. And so destroying it, it's like it's being destroyed, absolutely, by these by these talentless hacks and uh, with their nonsense agenda. But... I, I would really like to see it continue. I'd like to see a new cast and a new ship and a new crew. And, and don't do Kirk and Spock. Do do something else. You did it yeah. before. But you'd kind yeah. of like it from, from the fact of somebody like you making it. And like you said, yeah. it's not these people that are making these agendas and everything else. Somebody actually who loves the property and just wants to carry on making that, that great property. Well, I mean, Nicholas Meyer didn't know anything about the property. He made the best Star Trek movie. Yeah. And he made undiscovered country to follow it up so it wasn't a fluke so but so the guy he didn't really care that much about star trek but he sat his ass down and he watched every single episode before he took on the movie and tried to get an understanding he respected the property and i don't mm. know that loving the property is necessarily a prerequisite no. but certainly a respect of the audience and the property is and an understanding of it the love I think is a cherry on top, but I mean, I've seen fan films made by people who love the property and that's why they make the fan films. The fan films are piss poor garbage. So it's, but, it's not enough. Yeah. You have to have the, the talent and the understanding of storytelling and the willingness to maybe put the characters through something that, you, you know, I mean, it, killing off Spock in 1982 was a big friggin' deal. And, mm. We kind of accept it now, but it was... I mean, people were mad, but the truth is that was the best Star Trek movie. Yep. Um, it's, like I say, yeah, uh, you're right in what you say. We are, we are going to move on because we talked about the news. It's boring now. Um, I talk about Star Trek. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hang on, I'll mute him. Um, <laughs> Okie doke. So, one thing, one thing we do want to talk about is a Black Adam review because both myself and Yoda have seen this and both Eggy have seen this. Now, we spoke on, we've got a team chat that we, we talk on and everything else. I found it quite entertaining. I have issues with it, which I will bring up, but it was it was it was entertainment. Yoda felt the same. Matt, the DC fan, the Superman fan, you were not a fan, were you? Matt no. loves Man of Steel, thinks it's the most amazing movie ever. So please no. keep this in mind. <laughs> I was trying to avoid viewers. <laughs> there we go. Look, there's my Supermans. That's just some of them. Um, the other one's upstairs in his bed. There's a couple of sort of pillows. It's inflatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, go on. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't break Black Adam, did you? I, I, I when I first saw the trailers, I was like, oh, it looks better than I thought. I don't particularly like the Rock. 
think the rock is just always the rock yeah. but i thought i'd give it a go and i was sitting there and i was like do you know what it's available for streaming in certain places i'll give it a watch the first couple of minutes you know when black adam first appeared and he was killing all those people and he's and he and he was moving like frail from man of steel with that stuttered that your eyes can't keep up with i was thinking oh, actually this has got this has got real potential and then <laughs> And then I don't know what happened. It just went really downhill. As soon as Hawkman was introduced um, and their silly aeroplane and the boy who befriended Black Adam in the bedroom. And I was just like, this is just getting worse and worse. <laughs> Be careful how you're phrasing. That's really bad. Yeah, well, there you go. I think you might have downloaded the wrong version there, mate. I can find the problem there, Matt. <laughs> Did it have an XXX at the end of it? Because that's not the right one. No, it didn't. It had produced by Epstein Film Studios at the beginning, so that should have been the clue. It was called Black Stab Them. It's right next to Saving Ryan's Privates, I know. I very rarely turn a film off halfway through. I normally give it time to redeem itself, but this was I knew this wasn't getting anywhere, and the final straw for me was when the armed military or mercenaries, whoever they were, I don't care, with their rifles and guns and night vision goggles, couldn't find this boy who was hiding in a cupboard. And then he managed to escape them all by sliding down a washing line using his skateboard. And I just went, <laughs> nope, I'm out. I'm done. And I switched it off. And this was, I think, was it Saturday night or Friday night? I can't remember what it was, but... I, just, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of embraced the cheesiness because it was embracing it's some the of the rock. cheesiness. It's, it's, I was going to say, it's The Rock as well. It's not like he takes Yeah, it I mean, this was, this, was, this was trying to do nothing more than be just reasonably entertaining. I, I agree. I mean, I can't, I can't sit here and say this is some sort of five-star movie or anything. I'm not, I'm not no. trying to defend it like it was Man of Steel. But uh, it was, I, I just thought it was fine. It's like it tried to, you know, have a big superhero punch out. It could have done things a little bit better. I thought The Rock was pretty true to the character. Uh, do you know much about the Black Adam character, yeah, Matt? Yeah, fair bit. Because yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought he did a pretty good job of being that character, at least as, as I understand it. I like some of the little moments where he was trying to, say the catchphrase and he just kept effing it up and you know well, things like I that. I did get that far. Uh just it just was just trying to be a a like I said, if this had come out in the nineties everybody would have loved it. Uh or the just, or, or even a phase one Marvel movie, it might have been okay. But it just to, it just, just to say here that Heidi said you said Black Panther, no, and then she said Black <laughs> Adam. Black Adam. Slow. We're talking about Black Adam. Black Adam. Uh, Did I there, say Black Panther? There are Panthers? a lot of. It is probably. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention while you were talking. Um, yeah, we, we fade <laughs> in and out even when we're talking. Yeah, the, you even listen to yourself when you talk. Eh, drifting yeah, drifting in and out. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, sorry. Carry on. Carry on. So yeah. I, I I'm just I was just saying that there 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 are problems with the movie. There's no doubt. It's not. It's it's got issues. I think the GASA only half of them were worthwhile being in there. Um. And there are some some overly silly moments, and then the ending is just you know, two invulnerable guys beating the crap out of each other for a while, and it's not right. Who was fighting like, at the end then? 
The doctor, well, you had Black Adam fighting Sabak. Dr. Fate. And Dr. Wow. Fate was in there, but he was, he did the make a bunch mm -hmm. of Dr. Fates to attack him. And it's like, yeah. that might have been cool if we hadn't already seen Dr. Seen Strange it. do that better in Infinity War. Okay. So, I mean, you know, it's, it needs it needs work, but I mean, it 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 was good enough that would be like okay, I could see him in this new DC universe, and there could be some fun there, especially if his philosophy versus Superman's philosophy, and they come to blows. There could be some interesting things that's there. As have long to as it, well, yeah, I just I just hope it doesn't end up like him and Zod, where they just destroy an entire city uh, for no reason. Like I I want to see. The, you know, yeah. Of course, there'll be some physical action in it, but more of the, the philosophical stuff. I think there could be, you know, because the thing I really liked about it is like they they kept going, heroes don't kill, heroes don't kill. It's like I live in a war torn, occupied country here. These people got <laughs> guns. This is war. I'm gonna kill. Yeah. This is not, you know, America with all the laws and your beautiful little culture or society where everybody kind of understands the rules. Even if people break them, you still run them through due process. We're we're not at that I, place. I'm if I may interject, my my take on it was, and I'm gonna call up Heidi's comment here where she said, I don't know any of these characters. And this is one of the main issues that I actually had with the movie was the actual setup to Black Adam, they kind of explained the history of his, where he comes from and everything else and blah, blah, blah. This was all good, and it introduced him. But then as soon as, like, Hawkman, who I had to look up what his name was, Anton Smasher, was it Cyclone, the, the, the woman? Um, the, yeah, the so girl? she she's... So that is a very weird piece of casting change. So... See, here's the problem, and, and I, I grant to everybody. I'm fairly steeped in D.C. history to the okay. point that I know the JSA and I know who Ma Hunkle is. Ma Hunkle was the first Red Tornado who was basically an old lady who put on some pajamas and a cape and a big <laughs> soup pot over her head and whacked guys with a, with a wooden spoon. It was the most bizarre 1930s, 1940s type of comedy that you could ever see right is is this the best superhero you can come up with <laughs> yeah so she had the name she had the name hunkle that was her last name i noticed i was like oh my god they're they're i assume they're race swapping her they're definitely age swapping her and they're giving her actual powers to be kind of like the red tornado Nobody would know that except for a geek like me. I mean, that's like, I, I, that's that's unreasonable to expect that anybody would have any emotional investment in any of these characters. If you... That's, that's I was going to say, that's the point I was coming down to was, like I say, there was there was Hawkman, there was his Cyclone, there was his, and Doctor Fate, and all of them, and I was looking at Hawkman and going, right, so he's the Falcon of the DC world, but then he's actually got powers because, I mean... Hawkeye, oh, not Hawkeye, but Sam is not enhanced in, um, what do you call it, in in the any of the Marvel movies. He's just obviously got his wings. But Hawkman mm -hmm. actually went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Black Adam at one point. So I thought, right, okay, so he is enhanced. And, and like I say, with Atom Smasher, I was thinking, oh, Atom Smasher, huh, that sounds quite good. What's he all about? He goes big. Oh, uh, right. So nothing about smashing atoms then. And... Like I say, I was just kind of 
Oh, there we go. This is the red. red this tornado. is the red tornado. This is this is my uncle. <laughs> that was a thing, guys. Those legs, those legs. You say about waist swapping. Those legs look like the legs of the black woman who used to own Tom in Tom and Jerry cartoons. It, it might be. <laughs> I don't know. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like some mashed potatoes? Then you catch that mouse. Yeah. See, she that's her. Black. She she had a white kid and a black kid with her. With the little bows and everything. I mean, it's kind of racist, but I mean, it's. I don't know. She she was five ten, two hundred thirty pounds, a middle aged woman. I'm just in the woman. mood to give you some trouble. I, I mean, it's just it's just one of those really esoteric characters. <laughs> Sorry, the comments there. Um. She owned so Tom, that, but who owned her? That's really racist. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you had to put that up there, didn't you? We just got yeah, demonetized. I'm, I'm living through the... I'm, I'm, I'm living through the, the, the... You know, Sean's not with us, but he's here in spirit, is what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I say... Probably because he got did... blown away by one of his fellow hunters. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I because I didn't know who any of these characters were, I wasn't invested in them. And the, the the setup of Black Adam was good, but the rest of the characters, I was kind of like, right, so who's this? And I, like I say, I had to look up who Hawkman was. Yeah, and but then I'm thinking, Phil, that shows you how shit the film is, though, because I bet you didn't know any of the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I bet you enjoyed it. I said that, I, I, overall, I still felt the film was quite entertaining. It had its issues, like I say. The kid annoyed the hell out of me as well. The kid, you know, trying to set up the catchphrase and everything else. I think was it was bloody stupid, okay. um, and it can completely could, didn't need to do that because I think a lot of it was quite, quite. I don't want to say seriously toned, but it didn't need that comic element. Like you see the bit when he sat down with his skateboard. I was like, yeah, just like in real life. That's how you do things in real life, mm. you know. Um, it was so had... you in the woods, cringeworthy. That's how bad I thought it was. It was, I. But overall, I watched the movie and I was entertained by the whole thing. And I, I did think to myself, yeah, yeah, I quite enjoyed that. You know, it was, it was, it was all right. And it just, it wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be. And the, maybe, it had issues. I maybe we've been beat down. Phil. Maybe you and I <laughs> yeah. have been so beat down by Ghostbusters <laughs> twenty sixteen and Last Jedi that when you get something that isn't really that woke and is at least trying you're like ah oh. it's like it's like water in a desert oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't actually... make me it doesn't make me want to kill people yeah this is this is actually camel pee but i'll drink it anyway oh it's not yeah. too bad because <laughs> um, it's yeah. not camel shit that's great <laughs> but no like i say i I, I thought it was. I, I did think the photography and the special effects and stuff were spot on. They were some. There were some oh, shit. shots. I really, I really liked Fucking them. In terrible. some places, like, they were great. Like a cartoon. Uh, there were some. There was some very good moments, and then there was some obvious compositing. It, it was. It was dodgy. It was some. Some was good. Some was very, very good, and some of it was whoa, whew, stuck out really like, badly. I, it, it's funny because I watched it and I did think to myself, "Oh, Batman likes this." And then when you said you hated it, it was really, really. Yeah. I think I think it's very obvious over the last what year, nearly a year, I've known you guys. That me and you feel like we have complete opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to likes and dislikes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That makes me the wild card. 
You're, you're kind of in the middle, Yoda. Me and you, we tend to agree more than we disagree, but we obviously have instances like this. You never know which way I'm going to go. Exactly. Keeping us on our toes, mate. That's right. It, yeah, I, just, it, I, I thought like the same it. thing about that. It's weird because, I mean, I like really good movies and you like really crap ones. So, yeah, we are. <laughs> well, that's very true. That's very true. Well, I mean, the prime example is, you know, I liked the Batman. I really liked the Batman. Oh, I really hated it. I don't think you liked it either anyway. Though, I don't I don't remember. I, I wouldn't say I hated it. I just I just didn't enjoy it at all. I didn't think that there was nothing about that that would make me want to watch it a second time. I, right. I, I remember sitting in the cinema and just... Oh god, you know. No, it, see, it I was drag- I was transfixed for for the whole bit. So that's my so my I like my superheroes dark and gritty. You know, the Batman, Man of Steel. I like Carnage and everything else. I don't like all these shiny cartoons, which I know is ridiculous because they come from comic books and they're meant to be entertaining. <laughs> but I prefer my what would you call them graphic novel take on superheroes as opposed to comic book token. And I, I, I after I turned off Black Adam, which I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've turned a film off halfway through, not giving it, giving it the whole time to redeem itself. I felt massively disheartened because, as you know, I'm buzzing off my nuts about Henry Cavill coming back to Superman, and I just thought if this, if this is the standard, or if this is now the gold standard that they're going to base everything off, then the golden next ten years of DC that I've been hoping for are. <laughs> Oh no! no I'm, 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 I'm laughing, out. and that's horrible. But I kind of, no, I do, I, yeah. I understand where you're coming from and what you're saying. You know that, like what I say, did... I was, ex- I was excited when they were going to plan in a whole new Star Wars, and you know, I, I can't stand Andor, and so here we are. You know, you see, I really like Andor. Yeah, I'm still in the middle on Andor. There we go. Uh, <laughs> what What did you What did you think, Matt? Did you like the Christopher Reeve Supermans, or at least the first two? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, to be fair... Because, I mean, those are bright and optimistic. Yeah, they are, but I was four when... I mean, the reason I'm such a big Superman fan and a fan of movies is because of Christopher Reeve's Superman. It was the first film I ever remember seeing at cinema. Probably was the first film I've seen. And I just fell in love with the whole thing. And when I saw this man flying and bending steel and everything else, it it just blew my tiny mind. And... I can still watch Superman, the movie now, but I still probably watch it three or four times a year now. And it's one of those films that I kind of revert back to being like a young five, six-year-old kid watching it. Mm. I watch yeah. it with that amount of... I mean, look, I've got Superman tattoos all up my arm. I've got, you know, the whole... I'm fully invested in Superman and DC. So I understand. I, I just, move, this I, is, I just the don't like... Moved on. I just don't like... I, I agree mm. that you can't make that cheesy movie again i i wish they could but I, I do think that making superman into batman is a mistake i don't like him yeah. that gritty and dark and that's what i that's my problem with man of steel more than well there's i have several problems but that's one of my biggest problems is he should be smiling and he should be <laughs> yeah. affable and optimistic and and hopeful that's what makes it interesting to team him up with batman because of their diametrically opposed views on trying to get to the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, the I'm only saying. thing they have in common is they both won't kill. And uh, But other than that, they are very... You know, Batman feels like Superman's naive. And and I think that's that's interesting to me. So when you make 
Superman dark like they did in Man of Steel. I just feel like that takes it out of him. Now, I I agree kind of with both of you on the Batman. I think the Batman was fantastic for the first two and a half hours. It was almost like the long Halloween put to film or something. It was that last half hour that was so bad that it really almost, it pretty much wrecked the rest of the movie for me. Okay. I, I agree. The Batman could have been trimmed. See, I'm new. <laughs> the last half hour, the Batman didn't didn't offend me. But the reason I like the Man of Steel is because I think we live in such a cynical, miserable fucking society these days that you know if you do have these abilities and you've grown up having to purposely distance yourself from people, not to get them too close to you hide your true self from everyone that you are going to, in this society, you are going to grow up to be miserable. And I think that's what with Man of Steel was. He finally had the opportunity to release his anger and frustration from the last 33 years, which is how old he's meant to be in the film. And he'd he'd only been Superman for about a week. So he wasn't quite fully aware of the extent of his powers and the consequences. And that was the whole story up for me, leading from Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and then ultimately Justice League. So I don't. I know a lot of people. They they say to me, "How can you like Man of Steel if you like Superman?" But it was a Superman of their ages. It's, it's a time of the cynical times we live in today. There is no hope and optimism. I, I, well, here's the thing. There's no doubt that the seventies were a cynical time. True. You had Watergate. You had Vietnam. I mean, it was a cynical time. And yet, the two most popular movies to come out of that when we were deeply mired in the Cold War, I mean, they invaded Afghanistan, Czechoslovakia. I mean, it was, it was, we, inflation, all the stuff that's happening now. So then you get Star Wars and Superman, which are two of the most brightest, optimistic movies to come out, and they are incredible smash hits. And I'll throw it back at you, like, even now, Top Gun Maverick, an incredibly optimistic, bright, fun movie. Not, not syrupy or anything, but, but certainly optimistic, adventurous, bright and fun, and and a good message. People clamor for this kind of stuff. I don't I don't buy this whole idea that you know it's like well it's a sign of our times. It's like no, I think that when the times are so bad, that's what when people are looking for this more bright, cheerful stuff the most. But you have to remember, back in the seventies, you know, we wasn't exposed to the sort of twenty four hour, seven day a week content that we're exposed to now. So a lot of people were more in the dark about what was going on. So you still uh, had that. You still had that may, feeling maybe. of optimism and brightness about the world. We wasn't exposed to the the levels of filth and depravity that we've got covering all governments that we have now. And I'll well, you, you know, I, I think the press. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true because the press. We only had like three channels back then, and everybody mm-hmm. was covering Watergate. I mean, even kids knew what Watergate was, right? Whereas today we're so balkanized. I mean, half of the people don't know what the hell is going on, even though we have all the information at our fingertips. They, they actually do not know what's going on because there's too much information, or they've just checked out and, and gone to Netflix or, you know, nobody's, you know, everybody knew all these, these shows because there was so little content to pick from. So, the entire nation was more on the same page and more in the know about the issues of the day than they are now. I, I would submit. I don't think that that's, I, I think that the overload of content and information is what's caused the problem where people don't know what's going on. Some of us do, but, but a lot of people are 
completely in the dark. That's why we're so in, in you know, talking about national divorce and things like that, because we got one group of people that's in reality, another group of people that's in a weird cult, and that wasn't the way it was back then. Everybody kind of at least agreed on the facts. Um, so I, I, I really believe like when things are down, that's when people look for happier stuff. I mean, you you look at the the middle of the depression or very end of depression. World War Two is coming on. What's the biggest movie in the in the nineteen thirties? The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Feel good movie. Which I is win. An excellent segue into. <laughs> Into, Phil's had enough. Phil's had enough of this Yoda. I switched off ages ago. I've been playing in solitaire. Um, <laughs> but we do our own, we do our own live stream Yoda. Under, understood. <laughs> um, but speaking of one of the news items that came up this week is that Quentin Tarantino said, "I want to turn that off." Quentin Tarantino said that the um, we are living in kind of one of the worst droughts of of sort of cinema storytelling. Um, uh, as opposed to say that he said the 1980s. Now, I completely and utterly disagree with him on the 1980s because, my goodness, that was a time when, you know, so many great movies were made. I completely agree with him on today's movies because it is so difficult trying to find anything decent to watch these days. It's, it's really hard work. But he was saying about... We, we were going to talk about what mo- decades of movies are good. And, the and, you know, have been, and the best. Well, that's answered that. Thanks for joining us here. No, right. So <laughs> we're going to st- we're going to start with the 1950s. We're not going to go back too far. Uh, you know, the invention of the camera. Well, if we're going to go, um, caveman paintings were the first form of cinema. Uh, <laughs> no, so um, you're leaving I, out I, Birth I, of a Nation, man. Come on, <laughs> that's easily the best one. But. With it, I mean, I've just looked up the top 200 movies of the 1950s. So just to read off some titles. Seventh Seal, uh, Seven Samurai, Vertigo, uh, Twelve Angry Men, Some Like It Hot, Paths of Glory, Sunset Boulevard, Singing in the Rain, Streetcar and Desire, On the Waterfront, Rear Window, Bridge Over the River Kwai. Um, uh, I mean, that'll do for now. The 50s was a pretty good era for, for movies you know you had some great films so, that came out which have stood the test of time so let's let's I, I get what you're trying to do I mean we could go through a list here and I think we've kind of done that I know you put that up I, and, and I hadn't really had a chance to talk to you about it before the show started but I think I think the, the question is what what he said was the worst era of movies I'm like okay well what what is it that makes it worse or better why is an era good or bad. I think we could define this current era movies, which I guess to be fair is probably for the last six years, five years. So it's, it's hard to say, is it the twenties or the t- cause they don't, they don't, these eras don't neatly fall into every decade. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking, well, what makes it a bad era? And I think like for the fifties, I think Tarantino is thinking about there was a tremendous amount of schlock that came out as far as B movie sci-fi, right? See, like we, which to me stuff. completely negates his argument because I loved those B movies and stuff. Right, but what I'm saying is that his idea of a B movie is the schlock that came out in the seventies, the grindhouse stuff and everything, where everything mm-hmm. in the fifties was really kind of squeaky clean, and it all basically was, you know communism bad or 
watch out for nuclear power. Now, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to get into his head here. I'm not trying to to make an opinion mm. one way or the other. So I think what what he rates is that there was so much experimentalism that was going on in the seventies, which I agree with. There was, and it it is what begat. Because I mean, really, we say the eighties, but when did the eighties, as far as the movie era, begin? I would say a good argument can be made of either Jaws or Star Wars, because after that you had Superman, you had some. It's funny because when you say Star Wars, you kind of think to yourself, you know, if you weren't in the know, you'd sort of say, "Well, that's eighties, isn't it?" And like you say, it's kind of. You could kind of think of that Only as the like last kicking two. off. Yeah, but, you know, that's kind of kicking off that 80s era type of thing. So, I mean, what would you call... So, so, rather than, so rather than blocking it off into eras based on decades, like, I look at from 1975 to 1993 as the Spielberg era of movies. That That's how I see it. But before 75 from probably the late 60s, not, not a very long time period, but you had a real gritty, um, experimental time. That may have kicked off with Stanley Kubrick's Dr. Strangelove, and they yeah. started doing, you know, things like Easy Rider, they did The Godfathers, they, you know, there was a lot of gritty, they weren't crowd pleasers necessarily. They were excellent, excellent movies. And you also got into a lot of the grindhouse. There was more nudity and gore was starting to really hit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, things like that. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was a much more innocent time, like from from 65, from like, almost like I would say probably the mid-40s through 65 was everything was bright. First of all, you had the musicals, the westerns, and then you had all that sci-fi stuff. But they were all kind of... They, they didn't go too far from that Overton window, right? They, were, they weren't pushing those boundaries. So I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm trying to... I was trying to think about this. Like, when you say eras of movies, I don't think we would break it up into decades per se. Because oh, I think oh, when enough. the Spielberg era ended, we got into the... I would say from 94 to... I'm going to say 2008, we got into more of the special effects blockbusters, but a lot of dumb stuff, but there was a lot of good stuff yeah. too. You had the Matrix, you had Lord of the Rings, you had Harry Potter, you started out the, the, the IP era. 2008 on, I considered the Marvel era. <laughs> I mean, let's face yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, when we started break- doing shared oh. universes and all kinds of weird stuff. So I, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of how I'm breaking it up in my brain. Just to, just to put up one of the comments there, Rogue Thought has said, the only memories this era is creating is one of disappointment and cringe. On the rarest of occasions, you find a small gem might be found. This is what I find, that, you know, going through some of the modern movies, there's nothing that I think to myself, oh, you know, I can't wait to see this. It is just kind of, now and then, like you say, something pops up and you go, oh, wow, that was actually really decent, you know, and, and that was that was really good. But the rest of the time, it's just stuff which is kind of just instantly forgettable. You kind of watch it and then just completely... Um, well, I think Ghostbusters 2016 it? is probably the high mark of the beginning of the woke era of movies. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's right co- now. Yeah, and it's funny because earlier we were talking about that, and I mean, you know, will this bubble burst? And I keep thinking, I wonder if Indy Five will be the the one that you know pops the bubble. 
that you know that it's kind of that you know they've changed they've they've gender swapped all of these characters and it's kind of like if you do indiana jones that's that's it man you know we are you know the fans are just gonna go crazy and it's, so? it's oh yeah i mean you know it's indiana jones well, after after the, they've, they've destroyed star wars they've destroyed star trek that's what i'm saying do you think that's indiana jones is going to be the one that makes everyone go because the thing is, is, is as I've said before, like with The Last Jedi, there are people out there who think The Last Jedi is the greatest Star Wars film of them all. And so yeah, it's... It, it's they don't even count. <laughs> but it's... No, what I'm saying is, though, it split the fans, but it didn't... I, I think if they gender-swap Indiana Jones, there is not a single person on the planet who is going to go, oh, I'm on board with this. You know, and it's, it's going to be the film that is just going to absolutely snap it back. Well, I mean, when they I'll say gender-swap it, I mean, if she's a different character, it just puts on the hat. It's not exactly the same thing. It's like you know what I mean, though. You know I, what no, I'm but saying. I, I, I'm trying to. I'm, yeah, I agree. But your average popcorn stuffer isn't going to see it that way. And just saying, I don't think the average popcorn stuffers are going to be like. I mean, if they weren't that messed up over the what they, how Luke Skywalker was done dirty, and. I mean, how many? Even growing up, I could say, "Well, what's your favorite Star Wars film?" And and, and your average moviegoer who really wasn't into Star Wars just kind of liked the movie and say, oh, "I like the one with the Ewoks." You go, "Okay," you, you know. I mean, that's that's, that's, just, that's always been that way. Yeah. I, I know. Okay, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm just yeah, saying yeah, that I, I don't know that this is this is going to be like the one that gets everybody to gather up their pitchforks some- and torches. No, but I mean oh, something's. Well, something's gonna do it, and it's just. Well, can I just you know, like Luke Force just said oh, on, he sorry, thought destroying one? Luke would have done it, but the reason it didn't do it is because they teased us with Mandalorian and then they gave us Luke back, so we all went. Oh, that's true. Yeah, oh, that's true. We're all better now. We're all better, and then they throw Boba Fett at us, and you know so. Well, I, here, I mean, you know what? I don't think anything's going to change all the time. You've got the people like Kathleen Kennedy in control. Nothing's going to change. They're going to fucking Deanna Jones over. We're all going to get the up. We're never going to watch again. But unfortunately, all the silly idiots that haven't grown up with Indiana Jones are going to go, oh, yeah, that was really good. That's, Let's go that's the problem. It's, that's the problem. You've still got people out there who are going to just go against it just for, to go mm. against the grain. Well, well yeah. like Heidi says, I'm 25 and Indiana Jones and Star Wars mean nothing to me. I mean, some of this is generational, right? So it's not... You're dead to me, Heidi. Some of this... What kind of an upbringing has Heidi had? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just stuck on 25, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How do? Uh and the creep factor just went to (laughs) ten I told you I am am embodying Sean I am embodying Sean never me too the audience but this is first Uh, no I I, I think she's got a point though I mean it's like what, what is the thing that would like for my daughter she's already irritated at what they're doing to Harry Potter now I enjoyed the Harry Potter movies fine, but I I haven't really gotten into the Fantastic Beast movies. But they don't they don't bother me. Like if whatever they do in those movies, it's like I just won't watch them because I'm not of that generation. But for my daughter, 
it's a huge deal. She's really irritated at what they're doing to Dumbledore and all this other stuff. So I think it's, I think it's kind of, it's got to be, you know, like, I don't think it's like this one thing that's going to do it. It's going to be like all these properties are getting screwed and it's going to be like, we're going to find common ground because the Star Wars people are going to link hands with the MCU people, with the Harry Potter people and everything and say, yes, it's all bad. You're destroying this thing that I love, the Doctor Who, the Star Trek, whatever. And it, it's just going to be finding common ground across all these different properties. I don't think it's going to be like this this big bag. It's just going to be building up and building up. And I think we're getting there, but I don't know for sure. That's, um, that lovely young 25-year-old Harley's just made a point. <laughs> no. But she said, you guys grew up in the, the big cinema era, but you're now with, on the stream your own adventure. And I think this is, again, this is a huge thing, that back in the day, yes, we had the video stores, because you mentioned there, where is it? Um, oh, no, there we go. Uh, I had more fun recording cassettes than I did watching a stream, you know, the, the old videos and stuff like that. Uh, you have more fun in the video store and not... And like I say, but when, when the big movies came out, it was it was a huge thing when Superman came out, when Star Wars came out, when all these movies came out. It was a huge thing. And at the end of, the, I mean, back in the UK, uh, particularly, we had like what four channels, you know, back in the nineties, three back yeah. in the eighties, and so you had three channels. You had video recorders and stuff, you know. But when the movies came out, it was big. Nowadays, there is, you know, you are literally bombarded with literally thousands of stuff, thousands of channels yeah. of stuff that you can watch. But these okay, things well, let's sum of... this up here then, Phil. Let's sum this up because Heidi's put here, you guys grew up in a big cinema area, but we're in the stream your own adventure movie. Then later on, she comes down, where is it? Blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, you want the past, but that's gone. But okay, if it's gone, then your generation, Heidi, and these people that come in, need to leave it alone in the past and stop regurgitating it to that's suit your point. needs. This is your fault, you know, Heidi. You're saying that... <laughs> You're saying that we live in the past. Well, we're living in the past because these people like Kathleen Kennedy keep going back to the past and taking everything yeah. that our generation created and made wonderful and then you and shit all over it to make it your generation stuff. The best solution for everyone well, is leave our stuff alone and invent your own stuff. Stop well, that's, taking that's what... Star Wars and Luke Skywalker. Stop taking Indiana Jones. Stop taking Jean-Luc Picard and create your own shit. Well, we're that's the crime, the isn't it, Matt? They are, and they're raping our past. It's as simple as that. It's like George George Lucas ruined my childhood. Well, they're doing the same thing. My my parents could talk about things like Howdy Doody, the Lone Ranger, and uh, the things that they grew up during the Boomer era, right? Some of the movies that they. I remember my mom telling me how much uh, them scared her in the theaters and that kind of stuff, and and. That we, the Generation Xers, we talk about all the movies that we saw in the 80s. The point is, is that every generation had their own thing mm -hmm. that they remember and maybe had an occasional remake or something. But it was it, it was it was not to the detriment of original content that was coming out to create our own voice of our generation. Yeah. This poor generation. See, they don't have a voice. They don't have that thing. The closest maybe is Harry Potter, but I'd almost put that as more of a millennial thing than I would a Gen Z thing. I mean, yeah, Harry Potter came out before my, my daughter was even born. So I look at, like, where's the original stuff? I mean, you say, well, the MCU is like they never did that before. It's like, yeah, but they're doing it off of characters and stuff that started back in the 60s. And, and it's like, 
where's the thing that my kids could say that's ours that you know the grown ups they didn't understand it that yeah. was our thing that we loved I like, feel bad roll. for him I really do I think it's I think it's a crime what they've done to this generation Rogue Rogue Thought is just said that I'm not wanting the past kind of the point I want new characters and new ideas that uh, they to stop mining the old and turn it into crap this is the point I made I made I mentioned it earlier about Street uh, Scream Six. Now people are excited to see Scream Six, and it's like it's the sixth one. What? Why? Why are you excited about seeing Ghostface running around stabbing people for another two hours? Well, you've just had it with Halloween Ends. I mean, what was the first one? Was that in the seventies? Wasn't it? And we're yeah, twenty. We're the twenty twenties now, and they're still digging up the Halloweens. And you're right, Yoda. I do feel sorry for this generation. I feel sorry for Heidi's generation because Hollywood yeah. are giving them nothing. They're giving them nothing. They're, they're, they're trying to get them to love the stuff that they loved growing up. You know, the, they're, not the, these executives. The, they're not giving it to them, Phil, because they, no, they're but, taking the stuff that we grew up in and they're fucking it over to such an extent no, it's not the same thing anymore. No, 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 but this is what I'm saying. That, Like I say, I feel for Heidi's generation, but this is exactly what I'm saying, that they grew up on Indiana Jones, so it's kind of like, oh, we've got to give the new audience Indiana Jones, but it's the new audience, and they love, you know, uh, gay pride and trans and all this kind of stuff, so we've got to do that with Indiana Jones to make it appealable to them. And it's like, but you've been trying this for the last, what, you know, five, six, seven years, and it's not been working. When are you going to realise that all you're doing is, you know, if it... It, like I, I th- somebody said about Andor, that if you if you said, sat a kid down and say, I, I think it was Yoda last week, oh, watch Andor, this is Star Wars, it's great. If you got them to watch that and then said, do you want to watch the original Star Wars? I think so. Because it's long and, and drawn out. It's not, it's not that Star Wars adventure. And so they're taking these items and thinking, well, I used to love that. Let's do it for a modern audience. And it's just turning it to absolute crap. Just leave our yeah. stuff alone and invent your own stuff. Leave us and alone. And don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's not like I don't enjoy discovering stuff that was well before my time. You know, I've gone through recently old musicals, which I find to be, for one, they're sincere, they're Fantastic. enjoyable, yeah, and they're great. And I'm Got like, it. going, you know what? I, I... <laughs> not as far as you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm sure, I mean, or, you know, like when I found 12 Angry Men. I mean, I was just yeah. blown away by that movie. That was many years ago. Uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. These are well before my time, but I really enjoy them. So Here I'm not go, saying look, that. I, sorry, I was just going to say Heidi's just said that. I just watch old movies. I saw Goose, Ghostbusters for the first time last weekend. It was great. And again, yeah. you know. To, yeah, the original Ghostbusters is amazing. I watched it again the other day, and just I, I'd forgotten how funny it is and how many times I laughed, and just it was fantastic. But then you've got then kids who are growing up, who were born in say 2000, they're 16 when Ghostbusters 2016 came out, and thinking that's Ghostbusters, and it's like it's really not. It's it, it, you know it's it's really not. It's it's a, it's another bastardized thing that they've done by taking this product and ruining it because they tried to make it for the modern audience oh, my point my point is is that i have a foundation of movies that i grew up on that are mine like my generation's movies that hit me and are my my foundational baseline that gave me a love of movies and that's what got me to start out and looking for things older and newer to try to find you know what else is out there what do different people have to say 
And this generation, they don't have that. They have a bunch of people that the only thing they have to say is, we hate the people that love the stuff that came before. That's the message. That's it. That's yeah. the only message. Yeah. It's not a message that's inspiring. It's a message that just brings them down, and it's no wonder they're screaming and hollering on Twitter and freaking out and cutting things off themselves because it's just they're just lost. And why wouldn't they be? But you don't think this is the Welcome to Rant Corner. This is a similar situation to the one you had in the 90s, though, because, I mean, Fight Club sums it up perfectly. We're, you know, we're not... But it's still a movie of that generation. It's still an original movie of that generation, though. Silence of the Lambs. The messaging is the same as what you're saying now. It it is. It is the message. We are the same organic, decomposing crap of the world or whatever it was. And it was it was that realization where we went. We were born in the, you know, us three in particular were born in the seventies, raised in the eighties. We had this golden era of you know Spielberg movies and everything else. We become young young adults in the nineties, and we realized that actually the world is is a bit of a shitty place. It's not it's not ET. It's not Indiana Jones. It's not Star Wars. It is more like you know, I know Matrix was ninety nine, but it is more like Matrix Seven, Silence of the Lambs. Fight Club, and I think we've probably got that. Um, um, the whole premise. <laughs> That's of why our generation There's a whole generation of people realizing that we aren't special, and that the world is actually is going to kick you in the bollocks, and it's not not much you can do about it. And I think we've got the same situation now with this generation, but the only difference is is their generation is rather than sprinkled with a dose of reality that we ended up having, theirs is sprinkled with glitter and it's like look at this look at yeah. latest marvel show out look at the latest star wars movie out look at this streaming device you can have look at these gadgets and therefore their reality it still hasn't dawned on them what real life is actually like at the moment but haven't movies know, always man. done that haven't movies always kind of just you know been that not to the extent we've got now though phil this goes back to my then, then is it... superman 70s and a man is still we're a lot more we're more uh, aware of the I, stuff that's I, I going kinda, on with us. We're bombarded, constantly bombarded, 24-7. Information, news, trailers, trailers of trailers. You know, it's just constant fucking... There you go, funny... Reaction like videos source. of trailers. Funny enough, there the you source. go. Like, Heidi's just said that, yeah, boys, but we're in the, at the series here. And again, that's something else which is sort of taken into account. This is the one of... This is, I'm going to go back to Andor, but this is the problem that I've had with Andor is... As a series of, what, 10, knocking on 11 hours of however long it's been, it's too long and it's too boring and I'm not vested and I don't care. And it's maybe that's just, I I have been finding lately that I gave up on um, Game of Thrones and I gave up on, uh, what was the other one, Um, House of Dragon. Oh, no, House of Dragon and um, Lord of the Rings because they're just too long. They're too boring. I don't care. You know, whereas back in the day, that kind of wasn't the thing. You had series which were maybe like sitcoms. And I know in America, sitcoms ran a lot longer than they did sort of like, you know, with the British stuff over here. But, you know, the movie was kind of like it was a two, it was a 90 minute, two hour movie. And then that was kind of it. And that was it. That, your, that was your attention span. Whereas now they keep saying, right, what we want you to enjoy is an eight episode hour long, you know, an eight hour long thingy and we want you to enjoy that and i just i i have been finding a problem that i just can't get into them because it's just i I lose interest it's because not enough is happening i need my short fix well one of the the stories 
Yeah. <laughs> One of the stories we had this week um, was about the IMAX chief talking about yeah. how theaters are still big. Um, so to kind of tie all this together, so what you're, you're saying, Matt, is that we found out that life was kind of crap. I was like, yeah, but the stuff we we watched, I don't feel like it was empty. Like there was stuff that the way stories were meant to, to show us struggle and, hmm. and overcoming things. There was inspiration there and you yeah. need inspiration to get through the shit of life. Whereas I agree with you today, the content today is empty. And so it's not doing anything to prepare young minds because we are humans really pass down wisdom and things more through storytelling than anything else. And when you give them empty content that is basically the fast food of of entertainment at this point, you, you, they're not they're not getting anything out of it. They're not building that somewhat of a foundation, rightly or wrongly. There's nothing there's nothing there to teach them any of these these ideals that storytelling used to do. So I think that's that's a bit of a problem. And then says um, the the series yeah i mean i i think that the, what the imax guy was saying is that what what you're saying phil is that there's so much out there and it's it's tough and some of it's really long form and you can't you can't get into it it's also very niche i think i think heidi or or somebody out there maybe it was rogue said it was there's a niche out there so a lot of things are very niche i agree with that like so things get very balkanized the movie theater is still like the one thing that at least in, in our cultures, that everybody will probably do because it's more than just sitting down and, and finding a piece of content. It's a, it's a social activity. You, you take your date out to it. You take your wife there. You do it in, in Netflix and with a meal. Netflix and chill. Yeah. But now, now you – but so you actually have – my point is that you actually have to make an effort to see a movie, and it's in oh, a yeah, venue yeah. – it's in a venue that most people don't have in their houses, even the best the, yeah. you know, home theater. No, sorry, I see what you mean, yeah, yeah. So there's well, kind it of was a... an event. All your mates would meet at the pub and you'd get ready to go and right. see a film and you'd sit there chatting and laughing and everything else. And like you say, yeah, it, it was an event, wasn't it? it? But it's still, I still think that the movie is still that. Maybe not like it once was, but the theaters still make money. I mean... Top Gun made a billion dollars, okay? So everybody was going to see that. And it's still a thing that kind of is like the one thing left that ties the culture together that everybody can, at, at the very least, have heard about or talked about. Whereas some people bring up something on some streaming service and I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. The, the, the marketing aspect of just being a movie in the theaters is still, I think, pretty powerful. And that's why I think movies are still very important because it's the it's going to reach the most amount of people. And if we're just throwing shit into the theaters, we're losing that one thing that kind of like you could go to the water cooler and talk about with everybody. I mean, I don't think we do that as much with sports anymore. I don't think we do it as much with we certainly we'll don't find do out with the World Cup. So we only have what well, it's that's yeah, nobody cares about soccer. Um, <laughs> only only Matt. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no important countries care about soccer. Uh, this is outrageous. Oh, he's slagging off a man of steel now. He's slagging off football. I love uh, this. I yeah. love. I love. 
Heidi just said that you put your best supper clothes on for the cinema, and it's yeah. Uh, with it, if I wore the clothes that I wore watching Netflix at the cinema, I wouldn't be allowed back in the cinema because <laughs> it's usually exactly. shut There's something kind of timeless about it. You go in, you buy a ticket, you go and get some popcorn at the concession stand, and then you find your seat. Everybody has to shush, and, and the lights go down. It's like this is the same experience people had as far back as the 30s, you know? Yeah. And you can't say that about much anymore. And I feel like that that's that's a crime if that gets lost because these woke people are too busy doing current day politics into it. Well, that's the, that's the whole problem, isn't it? Like, you know, if you go back to what you were saying, Yoda, about optimism and inspiration, we had the inspiration because we grew up in the 70s and 80s. We had the inspirational films. These lot don't have inspirational films. They just constantly preach to all the time. So they're very nice. Global climate change or transgenderism or homosexuality or politics. Something else. Bad Something else. It's just, they, don't have the, they don't have the inspiration that guides them to yeah, make them do want that. to achieve that was, more. That was far too scary. Yeah, it's <laughs> There's something else which is just sort of sprung to my mind, but do you think it's made a difference now that you can, when you book a te- cinema ticket, you book exactly where you're going to sit? Because I still remember the days when you had to queue for the cinema and it was kind of first come, first served, you got the best seats, everybody else had all the crap seats. And I know the last couple of times I've gone to the cinema, me and my mate have gone, and we look at our clocks and go, right, it starts at 8 o'clock, we don't have to get into there till. 25 past eight because it's going to be 20 minutes of adverts we know where we're sitting and i'm thinking i remember that they showed um star trek one two and three i think it was at a local cinema to us and me and my mate went to see it for the afternoon and i remember queuing up and there was loads of other nerds there and we were chatting and laughing and, and you know there was a whole experience if we just met a whole bunch of people we never but we were at the front of the queue so we knew we were going to get the best seats that's kind of missing these days as well isn't it yeah that's a good point never thought about that before yeah because when you'd go to a cinema if you missed or you, you missed the showing you'd have to wait two hours or t- until the next one so you'd kind of build up friendships with people in the queue because you'd be yeah. standing in the queue with them for yeah. two odd hours like i said now you you go to the pub where you leave 15 minutes before the film starts because you don't want to see the trailers because you've watched them all out throughout the week on your phones or whatever. I so disagree with watching film bloody adverts anyway. Um, I hate watching yeah. bloody adverts anyway. I'm paid to be there. Why am I watching these um, Yeah, I do like the trailers ahead of time, especially if I haven't seen them before. I don't like the adverts. I do like the assigned seats, though, i got to admit. I pick out my seat. I could do it online. It, That's a bit of an improvement for me. It is good. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is I miss standing in a in a queue with a bunch of people and then just having a chat and a laugh. Up. And mm. yeah, you know, I mean, like I say, I, I do remember it with Star Trek, seeing one, two, and three, and they, you know, and there was like a bunch of other people there, and some had Spock ears on and all this kind of stuff, and it was just like, oh man, you know, this is this is great. This is. I stand in line with a bunch of smelly nerds who have been camped out there. All that. <laughs> oh, you're really, like. you're really building this up here, Phil. You don't even have to queue for drinks and sweets anymore because, I mean, my local Odeon, it's all done on the apps. You book your ticket and you book your food there and then. And when you turn up, they scan your fi- scan your phone, your QR code on your phone, and go, right, you've arrived. And then your food's already got a number on it anyway. So you just you walk in, they go, right, number 23. 
and you go straight up a picture, don't you? There's, there's no, and then you go in your cinema and you sit down in your, your pre-designated seat, and there's no interaction with other people. We are so don't, secluded I, now. Matt, I didn't realise that you were rich. I sneak food in. I don't. Pr- I don't buy them at the cinema. That's mental, right? Oh. I'm not made. I'm not made of money. Bloody hell! No. You know, you oh, some po- you you'd like three pieces of popcorn. That's going to cost you twice as much as you just paid to watch the film. <laughs> well, I'll take me own sweets in. I'll still buy a nice big bucket of coke. Like. You can't be taking your, your cans in that shit. I, I tried to buy some at the theater, but they didn't accept my mortgage application. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, it's, again, it's kind of, I'd find that not funny because, again, it, again, it's one of those things, like I say, I resent the fact that I pay to go to the cinema and then I have to sit and watch adverts. On Netflix, I don't watch adverts because I pay for the subscription. Film 4, over here, we've got a, a TV channel called Film 4, and they used to have it on a monthly subscription. And I was quite happy paying for that. And then they said, oh, it's going to go free. And I was thinking, oh, right, yeah, because we're going to have adverts. And again, it's kind of, oh, seriously? I don't want to sit there and watch a film and to, just have... Do you want me to teach you a trick? I'll teach you a trick. Watch the programme 15 to 20 minutes after it started, and that way all the adverts, you can just fast-forward them. Or just stream them from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> the film, film 4 over here keeps saying it's the biggest free streaming service. And I'm thinking... It's not free, though, is it? Because I want to sit down and watch a 30-minute programme, and I'm not going to get 30 minutes of programme, am I? Because I'm going to get adverts at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. So actually, Which I'm only getting 20 service? minutes. It's called... Um, it's just called All 4 over here. So it's basically Film 4 and Channel 4 and everything else. And, but when you uh, watch it on catch-up, you have to watch all the adverts. So it's free. And I'm thinking, it's not free, though. It's stealing my time. And that's kind of like the You worst. are an impossible man to please. No, because I've got a streaming service. The programs are even too long when they've got too many adverts. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I want to watch the program. You know, I don't want to watch bloody adverts. Um, that's why I do like Netflix, because Netflix just says, right, this is the program. You don't have to see the credits or the opening intro. You can just watch the whole thing. You know, and again, wow. I, I appreciate that, and I'm quite happy to pay for it. Do you, you you are you are quintessential Gen X, Phil. You are spoken like a man, like all of us. The first time we were able to record our shows, scheduled on a VCR, and then we could fast forward through the commercials. Yes, it was a great yes. day. It was a glorious day. <laughs> I'm not interested in who's got sofa sales on and stuff like that. I just want to watch the program. Yeah, that's but that's fine. when you get up and make a cup of tea or go and have a piss. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this isn't first world problems, I swear. Did I mean? Some kid with a fly in his eyeball in Africa is going, Yeah, those commercials, yeah. So hungry. <laughs> Eating his mud cakes. Uh, see, again, we get adverts for that over here. We've, I've just been watching an old sitcom called Ever <laughs> They Decreasing won't leave Circle. me alone about that shit. And, and, and again, I'm kind of, I want to watch Every the Queen's in Circle because it's a funny program. Richard Bryce is funny. And in the middle of it is, poor Justin can't get clean water to his thing. And I'm like, going, I don't care about Justin. I want to watch Richard Bryce being funny. No offense to Justin. Fucking, you know, fucking African shit called Justin. <laughs> I was going, to, is, I was going with starving. another fence's name. Yeah. I wasn't going to call him Sambo or something, was I? Justin is 
Phil's gone full evil, everyone. You've watched it right here in front of you. <laughs> oh, I just like to say, I'm not, I'm not interested in adverts in the middle of things. You know, if I and like I say with the cinema, you pay to go to the cinema, so why the hell am I watching adverts in the beginning of it as well? I'm paying to be there. I'd like to do a social experiment. I've, I've been saying this for ages that every time I've been to the cinema recently, it's been to see like an old film like Aliens. My son went to see The Thing. When I and oh, man. they're always I'm packed out and it's always silent in there. I'd like to do a social experiment. I'd like to do it where you had a class, let's say, sake of argument, Back to the Future. You re release Back to the Future at your local cinema they and do. you weren't allowed to save your seat. You had to say to people, you've got to be respectful. You can't sit down and leave a gap, you know, sit, but you're not allowed to book your seat. And it's just, I'd love to see how people get on when they're actually standing in a queue, waiting and talking. While they're at it, they should put that one room again, fill it with like Pac-Man and Galaxian, get tokens, have to put them at the top. I got, I got, I got loser. I got next play. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I do think that there is a market. I've noticed that more and more every week, the the AMC has some re-release of something. I think that obviously started with COVID because they had nothing to put in the theaters. And... (laughs) They've been putting in more and more of these re-releases, and they've been. No, sorry, it's the it's the comment here. Yes, they've been very. I've. I know what you're saying, Yod. It seems to be. I agree that. No, no. The most the old films, the old re-releases, are getting the biggest audiences at the moment. They seem to be. I think that's. I think that's interesting because it's like. no one wants to see the new stuff and there's you know i think there's like this whole generation of people who are like the first time they were introduced to some of these movies was on the small tv screen mm-hmm. and they never got a chance to see it in the theaters so if you get a chance to see it in the theaters I, I i did that with jaws just a little while ago i was blown away i was yeah. like this is a movie i know upside down backwards and forwards and yet I found myself just riveted because it was on the, the large screen. Uh, yeah, I you just sit closer to your TV that. like I do. You know, if I want to I see Top Gun Maverick um, at the big screen cinema. Whoa. Oh, man. Yeah, I had it with um, <laughs> the Godfathers. I went to see Godfathers. T- tell me about your prescription cinema. there, Phil, and those glasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my, yeah. my son went to see The Thing because it was on at Halloween. He went with two of his friends who have never seen it. They didn't know what to expect. And he said, I'll just watch it. It's like an alien film. And he told them nothing about it. Hmm. And he said, one of his friends was, he said, he was fucking traumatized. He turned, <laughs> to Jake, he turned to Jake and he said, what have you brought me to see? But then afterwards, they all said that was one of the best films they've ever seen. Now, Jake is, hmm. he's 23. So they'll all be 23 years old. Jake, is, obviously, he's grown up with me. So he's got very good. Yeah, like, I mean, when you say traumatized. When you say traumatized for a 23-year-old, it's like, well, they get traumatized by pronouns. So let's make sure we're... <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. My, my boys are... Well, they've all, they're oh, all I was just going to say... I can imagine Sean's son... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I can imagine Matt's sons are in no way, a shape or form, offended by things like pronouns. Because I can imagine I can imagine them coming and going, Dad, I want to be known as a smack. <laughs> Yeah, that's backhand. No, no, but no, no. none of their friends are, but they've never been brought up in a in a, in a movie household like my boys have. Oh. So it just that's a hell of an idea, that... though. Get get the kids, get somebody that's like totally traumatized by pronouns. Just sit them down in a movie theater to watch the thing. <laughs> and watch, <laughs> just... watch that. 
I can't imagine they would like it because there's no females in it for starters. Well, Matt Sons in my DMs. It's a thing, female, maybe. We don't know. It's a thing. It's a thing. Perhaps they should re release that. The trans thing. The trans thing. The trans. But. Yeah. It is about something that morphs into other things. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's it's kind of ahead of its time, is what it was. I can hear dogs barking now. I was going to say, who's the dogs? Yeah, not me. Hi, dogs. Yoda's got a Terminator turning up at his door. Oh, there you go. The <laughs> thing, Sarah. Least... If if he asks me if I'm Sarah Connor, I'm going to say yes. I identify <laughs> as Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Headshot, please. Oh, thank God. I actually think I'm just checking. I I actually think the Terminator 2 is showing at my local cinema. I've got to go and see that if that is. Ah, spam. Great, get rid of the spam. Hang on, let me just just check that website. No, I haven't got a perfect match on there. There's no girl yeah, that's anyway. into the depraved stuff I'm into that's going to be a perfect match for me. <laughs> oh, God, oh, look at that. like crazy. Look at that. Yoda, can you get rid of that? I can't. Oh, you have. I've gotten rid of some of them. I got rid of three of them. They come up with five on our area, but there's only three on the actual YouTube. So, I don't know. Maybe... YouTube preempted some of them, but they still come through on our. See, this is again computers. Look, it says mega mega sixty nine dot com. Our AI helps you find your perfect match. I don't want a computer to find my perfect match for me. I want to do it the old fashioned way. My going. <laughs> I was yeah. going to make a joke, then, and I didn't. <laughs> I can, I. I can fail just fine on my own, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you very much. My if my cheesy chat up lines don't work, then she's probably not worth it. <laughs> It's the old Heidi end. earned mod status. How did Heidi earn mod status? Know, maybe Sean gave it to her. No idea. Uh, yeah, the old chat up line of um, Do you fancy a shag? No? Would you mind laying down while I have one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he says if I'm selfie from Sean. Sean yeah, Sean's say, out here if, for the rape joke, so <laughs> Bob is filling the gap. If you know <laughs> what I mean, I think you do. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, okay. So, I'll tell you what. Are we going to wrap up a little bit early? Because we've kind of... Exhausted. I don't even know what the time is. Uh, it's 22 to 8. 1.40. Do you not know what the time is? You've got a computer screen right in front of you. No, I've got it on full screen. So, I, it's deleted all the menu and that at the top. There is one acceptable rape joke. A woman goes into a police station and says, I think I've just been raped. Policeman says, "You mean raped?" And she said, "No, there's a bunch of them." <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> That's Ricky Gervais. Don't give me oh, that. Oh, it's shocking! <laughs> on, it's shocking. I was like, uh, I was like George Carlin because they say that rape is never funny. It's like <clears throat> bullshit. It's like picture Elmer Fudd raping Porky Pig. <laughs> 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 Rogue, Rogue thought thought that was good. Um, <laughs> Okie doke. So it's uh, Yoda. Oh, gone. No, I was just. I was going to say before we go, we're near the end of the year now. Is there anything else coming out in this godforsaken era of movies that anyone's 
looking forward to seeing before the year's out. I did try to watch Wakanda Forever last night. I got <laughs> partway through it. I I mean, even the audience score, I'm like, I don't know what they're watching here because this is this is nuts. It is it is. I have to agree. Um, birth of a nation level racist. It's really? pretty hilarious that the that the Hispanic uh, Namor um, who gets his power from the water can be depowered by drying off his wet back. Which what? I was like, really? This is this is where you're going through? Yeah, they they, they that that is a a slur for Hispanics is wet back. Yeah, I had heard that that they kind of they, they're really racist. They blew fire the right on his back, like they speci- like they didn't just put him in like dry him off entirely, like the entire it, it specifically nailed his back. I'm like going, hmm. For 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 the group that has their radar up on all this kind of stuff all the time, funny how that got through. <laughs> yeah, what does I, actually Heidi makes a good point there. England doesn't know what wetbacks are. What the, what is a wetback? I think you did you say something? It's a it's a slur for Mexicans or for Hispanics. But why? Uh, I'd have to look it up. I think it had to do with them coming across the Rio Grande or something. I don't know. Rogue thought he's just said, "What's next week's discussion?" That. <laughs> Where does the expression "wetbacks" come from? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be discussing that in detail. Sure, we'll be back to in- <laughs> to help out with that as well. So yeah, Yoda- cr- <laughs> crossing the Rio Grande, Rogue thought. He, he... So Yoda, are you saying that Disney Disney are secretly racist? <laughs> this should be a revelation. Don't think it's a secret anymore. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, think it ever I've really just... was. To be honest with you, I'll put something on the. Um... On the group chat earlier, Disneyland Resort for the uh, celebrating yeah, the release yeah. of Black Panther 2. Well, <laughs> it comes I mean, with fried chicken and a purple drink. <laughs> well, it did show like they're, they're coming into Wakanda and they have the, the jet and they're supposed to go through the... Now, as I recall in Infinity War, he just said, stay on this course. And if you stay on this course, you go through the shield and you're into Wakanda. And it's like right. that... that disguise holographic shield right yeah in this one they come in and say open the shield and so two guys at loincloths start banging drums <laughs> to get the shield on it, so it's, it's not voice activated it's drum activated it's it literally <laughs> is I was like, well, maybe it was like ceremony because I I heard Tim Pool talk about this. I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe it was just ceremonial, like the princess is coming in or something like that, and they they hit the button, but then you know maybe he missed that. Nope, that's what it is. They hit the drums and that starts up, which is just so god awful stupid. I don't even know where to begin. Um, there you go. So and it's really rogue thought there. You forget it's not racist. Yeah, no kidding. Absolutely. Well, it's 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 really kind of. This weird, because I mean, blacks like to talk about Africa and everything. American blacks, I should say. They don't know anything more about it than than I do. And, but at least <laughs> I'm not pretending, you know. And I don't put up this caricature of of African culture up there. I mean, to think that Africans would be stupid enough to not just use a button for their technology if they could. If they could build all that technology, they wouldn't make it efficient. You'd have to for it to work, 
right? This is not a race thing. This is just a technology thing. You're going to use the simplest way to prevent things from going wrong. Because what if they put the wrong beat and it went fully solid and smash? The, the, the princess is dead. Oh, man, I should have... I should have this instead of this. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's really demeaning when you think about it. And then the whole wetback thing, I'm like going, really? They did this? Like, I, I get that Aquaman and Namor, all of them have always been like, you know, get them to the water because that's where they get their power, their ocean, you know, that's fine. But it was if you want to dry them off just dry them off you didn't have to aim for the back the way they did and i <laughs> i got to think that that's like is woke just another well i i know the answer to this question because i've always thought this but woke is just another way for white people to be racist but pretend yeah. that they care and it's like just sticking all this stuff in there because you can't sit there and scream about things like Uncle Remus or look at all, you know, go to all these <laughs> movies from back in the day and say, this was racist, and that was racist, so this is a dog whistle, that is a dog whistle, and then do something like that and, to, and, and not expect me to say, okay, really? All right, mister, we're going to hold you to your own rules here then. Uh, I mean, overall, the movie was mostly just kind of boring. It wasn't really that... They brought in Iron Heart. She built a Iron oh, Man, Man suit for reasons I don't know why. She, just I like, was just looking through just just to get off this because Yoda's going to have one of his little ranks again. He's going to get very angry. Um, but um, just it's looking what at I the, do. It's just looking at some of the stuff that is still going to be released for the year very quickly. Just going through a list. The menu I do want to see. Yeah, I want to uh, see that. Lamborghini, the man behind the legend, I want to see as well. Um, oh, they've got um, the Fable Muns. I can't, I can't say I'm not. I'm I, not I really want to see that. I'm not hearing good that. things about that. Oh, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Now that I'm looking forward no. to completely, utterly going against and not having anything to do because I am a Star Wars fan and Brewing Johnson is an arsehole. Um, just seeing what else is on it. There's I a like couple that. of others. I Avatar 2. Oh, yeah, Avatar 2's coming out. Um, sorry, I was just going through some of the other ones here. Because, like, The Whale, I do want to see. I want to give it a chance, because it's 824. No. Yeah, I know, you racist. I'm um, watching that filth. Um, and there's a couple of others, bits and pieces. But, again, like I say, Avatar 2, again, which I'll wait for streaming. Pushing Boots. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> what, am I making another one of them? <laughs> apparently, somebody said it was the third one, and I went, there was a second one. Oh, <laughs> um, but again, that there's nothing Shrek much thing out. has been going on since 2001, hasn't it? And yeah, again, I think that, that I think I think Shrek, I think Shrek is a perfect trilogy, and then that's it. You know, just leave the rest of them alone. You know, they, they're just not needed. Um, uh, Shrek not three wasn't trilogy. very good. Heidi no, says yeah. odds on a Maverick Part Two. I I don't. Oh, that'll be Maverick Part Two. Too right? much of a, I don't think they can afford the jets. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to think Tom Cruise is too much of a a smart businessman to revisit that. I, again, but then if it is a decent story with a decent director, would he say actually, yeah, then no, no, let's do this? You know, never I mean, never, but yeah, exactly. Billion dollar movie, bound to repeat, exactly. Okay, right, let's wrap this up. Come on then.
What next week's Rogue Thought earlier said? Well, what's next well, week's well, topic? Well, let's 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 uh, let's give the the crowd here their due here a little bit. Um, they tried Wakanda already. It's called Liberia. The American blacks tortured and oppressed the native blacks. Yeah, it's that. Me. That if you go to our website, you can have a look for a review of the Woman King, which goes yeah. into much more detail about that. Mm. How about uh, I like to see a woke movie hum- hypocrisy. It'd be like watching a top spin. <laughs> Uh, they say you sh- can't shout fire to theater, but what if there's an actual fire? Um, shout try it. Uh, hot. Try it, try it for us, Heidi, and see what happens. Yeah. Set the fire, and then shout fire, and then see what happens. And if the theater burns down, well, so much the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if the theater burns down, show them this live stream. Yeah. <laughs> Heidi will reenact the the meme of the girl looking, you know, with the fire going in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, 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 discussion for next week. It depends on what kind of a shit week that Hollywood throw at us, to be honest with you, doesn't it? Um, We are coming towards the end of the year, and uh, we did mention earlier that we might do a top top five that we usually do with the year and so forth, but we might ask do an audience poll as well on the website and sort of what was everybody's favorite film of this year. Yeah, I've got a few I think, weird ones. There's some bright spots this year. I mean, obviously yeah. we've talked about Maverick, uh, everything everywhere all at once. Um, the uh, there's a few I'll others, you, I think. I'll tell you what else, which I saw the other day on Sean's recommendation, which I thought was excellent, was um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I've got to watch that. I, I need to watch that, yeah. It I, is. I, I was. You I know was, what my problem uh, is genu- with that? It's in German. No, it's. You're racist. It, I had to watch it in high school, so it feels like homework. No, no, no. <laughs> this, this, I don't remember the original at all, um, but this one was incredibly hard hitting, and all the way through it, I just kept thinking. Nope, it's not for me. Any of that. Don't fancy doing that at all. Quite happy to stay at home in my slippers and not go out in the mud and blood and just literally get slaughtered. It was it was a well, hard luckily, watch. Luckily, mate, you're too old now. So when World War Three kicks off, you can just sit at home. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah can you imagine <laughs> the kids that that were in that war in those trenches at the ages that they were? The kids today at those ages curl up in a ball if you use the wrong pronoun. Well, look oh, at that! Yeah. Look at that! Um, look at that video the other day of that guy who was, you know, hiding at work. The Starbucks. Moaning. Yeah, you know, because yeah. he was really upset because a customer had said he'd put too much sugar in his thing. And I've been working really hard. I've been here like for eight hours working, and it's just oh, like I say, again with that all quiet in the Western Front. I, I kept thinking about that, but I also kept thinking that those kids that went to war. When you got home, you were never the same. Never the same. No. You know I mean? It was But it was I tell incredible. you, if those are the kids that we would need if we had to go to war, I oh, guess yeah. we'll speak in Russian. Let, well, no, I was going to say, let's just hope they're on both Chinese. sides. No, let's just Chinese, hope they're on both yeah. sides. <laughs> they're not in China. Those, those guys, they don't let them watch the American TikTok. Anyway, right, so next week, we don't know yet. We'll, we'll put it up on the website and try and stay ahead of time. And, uh, Just a yeah. general question, though, because Rogue's asking what the subject... 
how much notice would you like? I know Rogue always tunes in anyway. I mean, because we've often had this discussion, how much notice do we need to give people to tune in to get more viewers? Because obviously we don't, don't really make, we don't really decide we've, on it until we are satisfied. We've got our eight loyal viewers, and that's going to be it. I mean, we we know. Eight, excuse me, just to say, eight this. viewers, and only two of them have been commenting this evening as well. By the way, no one. We had one more. Yeah, I know, Mr. G. Earlier, I'm just saying. G I'm just saying. Yeah, you, I'm just saying. You're quite welcome to join in the chat, ask questions, ask personal questions, anything you like, anything, just any interaction at all. Please, we just beg you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but it is all. it is difficult it is difficult to find a subject rogue if you're still listening because things this one kind of came so up because of the, the week this okay. one just kind of came up during the week because of uh quentin tarantino around his mouth so you know yeah. whoever's running their mouth next week we'll just latch onto them yeah it's not been a good week. Said, it's not been a good week for movies though we really had to scrape the barrel this week because not much has been happening no, I, I, what is finishing on Wednesday is Andor, but then Sean won't want to talk about it. It'll be a good excuse it, not to get him here again. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, I think I think you and I, I mentioned this earlier, I think you and I ought to have a, maybe not a live stream, but just uh, uh, put up a, a discussion of mm. uh, Kingdom Come, because I think that yes, that man. is, you guys started talking about it, and I was like, because I wasn't on at that particular point in time, I listened to the... The excerpts that you did, Phil, and uh, it was like, oh god, that's okay. There's so much we could talk about that particular book. It's so amazing. Is that? That's my Alex Ross King oh, yeah. Superman. Very, there very. Only, I think. Yeah, look, he only made five thousand of them, and they had a. They had so many religious undertones that really worked with it, you know, the Book of Revelations and all that. Yeah, and um, just just the Alex Ross art, the story, everything. Just, I mean, I really feel like the comics really <laughs> DC Sorry, did I, really good in the night in the after. I agree crisis. with Heidi there. That's what I thought. He's just covering his nuts. Yeah. Well, they're super nuts. You know, those <laughs> things go know, off. In Kingdom Come, you, also, you followed the preacher, didn't you? Or the, was he a vicar or a priest yeah. who had yeah. to give his job? He was with the so, spectre. Yeah. I'll yes. tell you what, Rogue's just put up the thought there that he said that you guys are my filter for movies I won't have to see, so thank you. We do what we can. We watch them so you don't have to. And that's I'm definitely like that. I've seen a few this year which have just been absolutely attractive. That Woman King was one for stars. Oh, bloody awful. I nearly made a comment on Instagram about it the other day, that every single comment was, oh, this changed my life. This was so powerful. And all of a sudden, I was thinking, better not. <laughs> I thought Should this not. film was crap. Ew. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, so uh, um, we could do a talk, because we're getting to the end of the year, or the worst of the year, before we do, like, a best of the year. I um, mean, we've only got a few weeks left before the end of the year now. Christmas is on I'm the have way. to break that one up into two or three... <laughs> yeah, that's right. The best of the Winter. year was only four minutes. Yeah. Well, look, Avatar. Avatar is out on the sixteenth. I ain't going to watch it. I'm I going gonna to be, cinema. Unless it comes out on streaming, I ain't watching it. But we could talk so, about Avatar, Avatar a little bit, and not Avatar, uh, Andor a little bit next week. Just depends on how it finishes. Yeah. 
Well, the conversation will go like this. I really liked it. You'll be it was shit, and Yoda'll be like, I liked it, but it was, it was all right. Well. And Sean will be, I'm not talking about this crap. <laughs> Yeah, because apparently he's a black New Yorker. Because apparently he's a black New Yorker now. (laughs) I ain't talking about this crap. (laughs) I'll just see. I'll just see Sean with a shotgun barrel and a husk. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, why are you hanging those plastic sheets up behind you? (laughs) I don't want to get a mess on my floor. That was more like. Oh, it's like he's here in the room. (laughs) Right, Yoda. Would Would you like to wrap up for us? Oh, so much. Uh, thank you for watching another incredible live stream from lastmovieoutpost.com, which is the website where you can find all the latest in movie news, streaming news, and everything good about film. You can reach us on Twitter at movieoutpost. He's at Boba Phil. I'm at Drunken Yoda One. He's at Matt Eggy Wigs. You can also find us on Facebook at slash Last Movie Outpost and Instagram at Last Movie Outpost. Uh, how do you follow? Uh, well, you got to get on Twitter <laughs> and then you can follow us being mean to other people, which is pretty much, I I'm think, not, what Twitter is I'm nice. <laughs> I'm nice on Twitter and I talk about films as opposed to these two horrible, mean, bigoted, racist. Um, yeah, that's, that's why you actually got people that are targeting you, telling you what a piece of shit or oh, the fat fuck you are. I believe fat fuck. Yeah. <laughs> And I just get banned by people that have never spoke to me. He's he's not wrong, I will say. Is he like a robot? But thank you very much. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We'll be back every week at noon Central Time, uh, 6 o'clock UK time, and you can figure out your time zone from there. We appreciate every each and every one of you that watch. And uh, please like, share, and subscribe. It would really help the channel out. And if you missed this, we have gotten to putting excerpts of this so you can catch us in bite-sized format. We do have some more videos coming out. I'm working on another Celebrating 1982 video. And then I think next year I'll probably be getting back into some overlooks, which seem to be our two that seem to do the best i'm sure uh phil and uh, sean will be talking about some more horrible exploitation videos involving people eating their own spleens or something along those lines uh it's what they love and then matt and i once uh star trek uh, picard comes out we will have a therapy session where we discuss uh why everybody hates us so Um, that will be yeah, it I've, for this week. Phil, got I've any got last get, words? I was just going to say, I've got to get back onto making some videos. I've been very busy editing some some old stuff and getting a Patreon set up, which has got nothing to do with this. But now that it is, and it's it's had one subscriber, which I can't be, you know, the, the hours of work I've put in for this, I've worked for way less than minimum wage. Um, but no, now I've done that. I need to get back onto making some videos and getting getting the content back up on the on yeah, that's, uh, that's the deal. Absolutely. Matt, any last words? Uh, no, Man of Steel is a damn fine film. <laughs> you two are wrong. Those literally are lo- like last words. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Before you go, oh, fine, that's enough of this conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There you go. Trump agrees, Trump agrees. <laughs> a soccer hooligan was found dead in his house this week 
last words were apparently Man of Steel is a damn fine film. We believe that the murder was justified. Uh, hang on. I'm just going to, if we can do this. Uh, 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 hang on. Hang on. Can I do this? Copy. Go to there. Oh, I've just got rid of it. Hang on a minute. Wait. No. Carry on talking, Yoda. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm over. I was going to remove every one of us from this damn thing and yeah, uh, end yeah. the stream, but you're not letting me now. You're you're you more torture. There you go. You can click on that. Saturday. There you go. If you want to set up a Saturday for Kingdom Come, give me a shout. All right. I need to reread it one more time. Make sure I've. Yeah, I'm gonna. I've got an excuse to read it again. Yeah, absolutely. A book. Yeah, I might. Ugh. I'll get. I'll scan some of the some of the pages or get some digital copies of the pages and intersperse them. It'll be nice. Because um, there's some... Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a comic book. Mm, mm. It's got pictures. Phil, mm. Phil, on Twitter, Phil, on Twitter, follow Alex Ross. And that's the kind of art that you're going to see. It's mesmerizing stuff. Yeah, it's not comic book art, it's paintings. Like, every single one is an oil painting. It's crazy. Editor of uh, Bristol yeah. World UK Midlands Daily Journal... No, not him. Oh, artist. Right, there we go. Alex Ross. Okay, follow. I hear he's seen some of his art. Yeah, 100% he would have. Uh, yeah, he's all right, I suppose. Needs more boobs. Right, James, is that it? Are we done? That's it. He's gone. That's it. We're done with him. Screw him. He's out of here. <laughs> I have control here as well, we remember. <laughs> I was like, that's it. You're done. You're out of here. We're, you're gone. <laughs> right, we're wrapping up. Come on, come on, come on. All right. Right. See you later. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you on the next stream. Layers.